Hello and welcome to the Wedding Dish Podcast. Grab your fork and knife and take a seat at our table as we dish on all things weddings. You'll hear stories and tips from real couples and wedding pros about love, life, and entrepreneurship. I am Sarah Alipin. I am your hostess with the mostest on the Wedding Dish Podcast, and I'm the CEO of Photos from the Hardy and District Bliss. My little French bulldog bud, Clouseau, is taking a nap in his sunspot right now, so you'll probably get to hear a little bit of Snorosaurus, and um, he's got he's he's a little bit man down right now. He's got a little ouchie on his foot, and he's in a sock. He looks a bit ridiculous, but we're making it through. Uh, Before we get started, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, check it out. I answered a bunch of questions that everyone should ask their wedding photographers um, and to think about regarding your wedding photography itself. So today, we are dishing with a human who believes that kick-ass women deserve better than bridal. Through their try-at-home wedding dress program, you can order gown samples straight to your door, and then you can actually do a custom made-to-measure wedding dress. And these high-quality customizable dresses are actually incredibly affordable, and every dress benefits women's programs. Today, I am dishing with the human behind Grace and Ivory. Tina, thank you so much for being on The Wedding Dish today. Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me. Really excited to be here. <laughs> I am so excited to have you. You are just, you are one of those people that I could spend hours talking to. Um, it's, you're just delightful, so much fun, brilliant, wonderful woman business owner. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I think we recognized from our first conversation that this was definitely a great connection and it's so nice to chat with you. Oh, I could not agree more. Um, And actually, if you all didn't see the photos from our couple social that we hosted in D.C., um, one of Tina's dresses is prominently featured there. Um, (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's so beautiful. And actually, it has um, the ability to have a cape added to it. Uh, Just amazing. Um, So gorgeous. (laughs) I love a good cape. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Me too. I love it. All right. Well, let's dish. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. So I know you're incredibly passionate about the bridal experience. What makes Grayson Ivory such a unique company? Uh, well, I think Grace and Ivory is super unique because we really wanted to bring an amazing wedding dress experience to brides. I felt that the overall feedback I was getting, whether it was from friends, um, other people that I talked to that were currently engaged, uh, that there wasn't, I think there's a lot of hype around a certain type of experience, but we, the, the current traditions in the industry weren't necessarily meaning it. And I don't think it's over anticipated expectations, but it is an emotional purchase and brides want to have fun with it. Um, and just have different ways to try their wedding dress. So we are our own uh, wedding dress designer and bridal brand. And so to, you know, offer brides a different option, we, you know, try to kick it up a notch. We offer try at home wedding dresses. So we have brides all over the country and our focus is made to measure, customizable, um, a look at sustainability. Every dress is made to order. Um, and affordable. So we work directly with our production team and all of our dresses are under $3,000. 
Which is really incredible. I mean, it's not uncommon to go in thinking that you, you know, are going to spend X, Y, and Z on your on your dress. Like you you have this budget in mind. And then you go in and realize that half the dresses that are even something you would consider at all are out of your budget once you get there at a lot of these boutiques. Um, and I think that's a really hard situation for mm-hmm. people when they actually get to the store. Absolutely. And I just also think generally the dress shopping process is new to everyone who is engaged for the first time. Uh, It's something that you haven't done before. um, And it isn't a clear path. I think there are a lot of places within the dress shopping experience that are really opaque. So in terms of pricing, what you're getting, um, you know, a lot of boutiques and everything. It's it's just a different business model traditionally uh, where there's wholesalers and distributors. So we just want to create a brand that makes it easy as well and focus on quality um, and all of our pricing is online and you know exactly what you're getting. I love that. And what you're getting might be a great cape. <laughs> yes. Uh, I do love capes. And so we do have a lot of different cape options. Um, And like I said, because we're customizable, uh, all of our capes and veils and dresses are made made to order and custom. So it's really fun because it's a a bride is a lot more involved in the process. And um, yeah. I love that so much. Um, Okay. So let's talk a little bit about Try at Home. why is that a good option for some people? I realize that not everybody wants to go into a store and try dresses. Uh, and I realize that the way you shop for a wedding dress can be really limited. Now, we do offer, we're based in Chicago and we do have a showroom here. So we do offer in-person bridal appointments and um You can work with one of our bridal consultants if that's your choice, but we love the option of having try at home because you could be really busy. You could live in a more rural area where you don't have a lot of access to different types of shops. And so you can order samples directly off of our website. Uh, You pick three dates you want to have the dress. Um, and then you check out. So the cost of ordering a sample dress uh, covers shipping, uh, which is uh, credited back towards your dress purchase, anyways. But I think the oh, benefits, nice. yeah. So I think the benefits of try at home, though, is like I said, is not everyone wants to go into the store and. Then you can also have your own kind of try on experience, whether it's just with you by yourself, one other person, or you can throw a whole try on party at home. And a lot of brides love that because it's more comfortable. You don't necessarily need to stand in front of strangers. (laughs) Um, And you also get to have the dress for three days, where I think sometimes when you go into a store and you're trying on a bunch of different dresses, you get to have more time with the dress. You can look at the details and put it back on again, you know, a few hours later when you're ready. So it's it's been a great option to offer brides and they really love uh, having our try and hold program. Yeah, I think I would have really appreciated that when I got married. I I know I told you this when we first met, um, mm-hmm. but I ended up getting pityriasis, which is like essentially there's no like reason that you get it, but it tends to be activated by stress. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and the entire experience of like just being shuffled in and out of this room with like somebody that I didn't know and then just like chaos with all these other people that were like around and getting a lot of unsolicited opinions from other people's families that were there watching their own family member. Um it was a lot for me, and I didn't expect to have such a reaction. So pityriasis is like a rash, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think I mentioned this too. I mean, I think your mental wellness, it just, it really manifests itself in different ways in the body. I think I mentioned to you after you told me that is, I think at at 30, I got shingles, and it was stress-induced. Oh, no. <laughs> so I was like, I can relate. I can empathize of just how kind of stress shows up in the body. Um, but yes, it, it can be a stressful experience. And, you know, overall, we can only do so much. But I really wanted to try to create a bride-driven experience. And I think overall, it's not necessarily bride-driven in not just wedding dress shopping, but different aspects of your wedding. There's a lot of opinions and, you know, everyone's really excited for you. But I do think that we try to re- we try to create something where a bride can really decide how, how many touch points they have with us, um, different aspects of their dress. And I, it's just something that's been so amazing to watch grow over the last few years, because I think people, brides have really loved working with our company. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I do want to point out, by the way, that um, this is an inclusive experience too. So this is not just females identifying right. as brides. Right. And so when we say, I, I, it's hard. I go back and forth. And it's really do I, hard. yes, because I mean brides that, as anyone who wants to identify as a bride. And we tend to try to use in our messaging women with an X, anyone who identifies uh, either as a woman or otherwise, but really like anyone who wants to wear a dress um, is welcome. And we love having a really open and inclusive brand. Uh, and that's really where we're trying to drive this whole new experience. And it's about women, brides, people getting married on their own terms uh, and kind of knocking at some of those traditions. Yeah. I noticed that it's very clear on your site um, that you that it's an inclusive experience. And, and I also think that, that, that the try-at-home experience can be differently special for somebody that maybe doesn't feel comfortable like having a bunch of other people's parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles or whatever, <laughs> watch them try on their dress. Right. It can, it, I think in a, it's something that is a little bit more intimate. So it's hard when you have, uh, you go in and it doesn't quite meet expectations in that way either. So um, a lot of our brides too, they visit us in Chicago from out of town and Again, it's because you spend such a short amount of time trying on dresses that you're really going to wear for such a special occasion. A lot of our brides that come in for out of town, they'll also order try at home as a follow up to try their favorite or, you know, grandma couldn't come with them on this trip. So they'll order it so they could try it at home with their family. So overall, it's been a really great option for brides. And I'm just really happy that we could really set up this whole logistical process essentially (laughs) to make it work for them. It's a lot of logistics on your end. That is, I commend you for making that experience um, 
you know, an option for people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, but now that we have it set up, I think it's it's fine-tuning it and being able to provide um just this option um, and just making it really easy. There's, It's not just logistics. There's also a lot of tech involved and just uh, really giving a focus on making sure our, our website is updated and that it's easy to book try at home. Uh, and then it's also easy to book appointments right online as well. I love that. Thanks. All right. So in your experience, which is obviously vast, um, why do you think that trying on a dress is such a, or the dress shopping experience is such an emotional, emotionally charged event? Well, I think obviously getting married is an emotional event in itself. Um, and then it's it's a mix of a variety of things. Of course, it's about the couple itself and exchanging of vows and really creating a memory that you have in your head for you and your significant other. And then I do think that there is, there's different layers and it shows up differently for everyone, depending on your own personal and family dynamic. But of course, when you decide to host a wedding, there's also some anticipation, right? Really wanting to have an a wonderful experience for your guests. And that includes your wedding dress and what they see of the bride and groom. And then on top of that, there is sometimes family expectations, whether it's um, mom or grandma or mother, mother of the groom. Um, there is a certain level of expectations on certain traditions or, or lack of. And so um, I think that's why it's recognizing that everyone is has their own um, level of expectations or mix of all of that. And so I think it's important to, um, recognize, uh, and bring awareness into your own emotional experience. And so we try to aid that. And I even try to remind my brides, like mentioning to them, like, you've never done this before. It's a little anxiety inducing in itself because it's a new experience. I think by the time we reach the age that we are at, when you tend to get married, you've done mo most of the things in your life are habits or something repetitive. We, we rarely, we rarely run into something. New. So sorry, I'm getting a little bit away from emotions, but, um, <laughs> but it's so true. Uh, and that does all spark emotion because there are not very many things that you go into with such uncertainty as planning a wedding. And and it's speaking a different language too. Like we use terms in the wedding industry that you would never hear outside of the wedding industry. And I yes. kind of I try to remind myself that every time I start talking to somebody about it. Absolutely. I think I think it's these different layers of emotions coming from different parties in your life that really kind of can pile onto each other. And, and so in a way, people are like, wedding planning is so stressful or wedding dress shopping can be really stressful. But what I've realized is if I can talk with my brides, whether if it's try at home, they can have as many touch points as they want with us, but we typically try to fold in that education and awareness because a lot of it is the education of how you buy a wedding dress. You're not buying a super specialty garment every day where it's made to order and there's hand beaded um, you know, details or this more fine lace. And so I really try to focus on educating brides about 
what you know what they're getting with Grace and Ivory as a brand, but then also general expectations of a wedding dress because there's always so much different kind of advice out there. And then, of course, traditional advice too, right? When we're not your mother's wedding dress, we we it's not the same experience as um, you know your mom or your aunt or whoever that shopped for their dress twenty or thirty years ago. So, um, and and those people can sometimes say, oh, it should be X, Y, and Z, and so there's that added pressure. And so it's really teasing out these different emotional points that I think really help calm a bride and give her a better experience. Yeah. I love that. It is, you know, I think with weddings, that is one of the times that everyone else's expectations pop out and you have (laughs) no idea that they're going to come out at you. And it's a hard thing to absorb. So um, I love that you're doing this. Um, Yeah. And Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no. I was just going to say, because I think overall, I want to bring about joy and really bring in more joy in the process. Um, it's almost that anticipation, like, kind of like when you see, you're excited to see, I don't know, a new movie, and it almost disappoints because there's all these different levels of anticipation. So we really try to um, gauge where our bride's at, and it's just a very personable experience as well. So it's been really fun to try to to reduce stress and bring back the joy. <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so I know you mentioned this a little bit earlier and I kind of skipped over it, but I want to swing back to it. Um, I know that sustainability is really important to Grace and Ivory, and I'd love to hear a little bit about how you've infused that into your company. So I have a background in working in nonprofits, and I realized that I want to always lead a life where my work is giving back. So I'm really proud that Grace and Ivory is a social enterprise. And as a social enterprise, I really think this is the intersection between essentially private sector and nonprofit. And our social mission that's woven into the fabric of our company is that I really want to support and advocate for women, raise awareness around women's issues and advocate for women's rights. Uh, so I'm looking at different layers of sustainability. So um, first off, in terms of our social mission, we uh, donate a portion of every dress purchase to currently the Chicago Foundation for Women. But as we grow, I hope that we can donate to a variety of organizations or just really be advocates, whether it be through social media and other platforms. And I, you know, we personally volunteer when we can. And I just, that's really my passion and, um, and what also drives me to grow my business because, uh, so it's different layers of like, of course, having, our, our brides, whoever identifies as a bride, to be really happy and have a wonderful experience. But then also by working with us and getting a dress from us, they're also supporting other women and girls in need. Um, and then other levels of sustainability is um, our dresses are made to measure. So I really do think that fast fashion can be very detrimental to our society. We know it. The statistics are there. Yeah. Uh, there is a lot of wedding dresses that end up in the landfills and, you know, they they can try, but with this mass production of certain kinds of dresses, it's just not great. And so to be a part of 
Um, having something that's made to order and uh, sustainable fashion um, is really important to us. The next layer is our try-at-home boxes. So we actually worked with uh, a company called Returnity, and they focus on reusable packaging. And so what we realized as we started this try-at-home program And at first we were using cardboard boxes and I was like, wow, you know, you can only reuse a cardboard box maybe once, um, but they can get pretty beat up when you're shipping. So, you know, I just did some research and it took longer. It took us like a year to design and create these boxes. And, you know, there is extra effort, but once we got them, they're beautiful. I think overall it elevates the experience. You're getting this beautiful reusable box that has our branding on it, but more so these boxes are being used uh, for multiple shipments. And I think that it's important that we, that we recognize our carbon footprint in that way. And so, um, yeah, reusable boxes as well. I like that. Um, I actually, you know, the Amazon packaging, um, totally an aside. And I remember how I said I wasn't going to go on tangents. <laughs> no, it's okay. It, this is important. <laughs> so the Amazon um, lined packages, they say that they're recyclable on them. And the other day, our um, recycling people left a little um, thing on our recycle bin that says these are not actually recyclable. You need to not put them in here because we will have to throw all of the recycling that is in here in the garbage. Oh wow, I didn't I know had that. No idea, and it could. It's possible. It's just Arlington, Virginia. Um, but yeah, I I think it's really interesting. There's a lot of stuff that says it's recyclable that is actually not recyclable, um, and like you know, the little Ziploc bags and things, those are a big offender too, where people are like, oh, I don't mind using this because I can recycle it. They are actually not recyclable. That's good to know. I actually just invested in some reusable Ziplocs. They're just like a little bit thicker. And so, yes, I think every little thing counts, um, but it, it is hard. I do know, you know, I'm in Chicago and we do have recycling here. Uh, but I think the statistics of what is actually recycled is much lower. And so it is really, you know, what whatever we can do is really important um, for our society. For yeah, sure. I agree. And I love that you're doing that. Um, I know the dress you shipped to us for the couple social um came in great shape. Actually, funny Oh, story. yes. You saw her reusable shipping box. I know. I know. <laughs> and it you got great. to use it firsthand. <laughs> it was great. It was really easy. It made, it it helped it arrive, I think, in better shape too. Um, Absolutely. And it was much smaller than I expected. <laughs> Our brides uh, are a little surprised. I mean, Uh, we typically pack our wedding dresses inside out and carefully rolled up. It is actually a better way to ship them because, um, if the tighter the packaging, you, the less rubbing with any beading and lace. And so we take great care in our packaging. We typically have, um, we turn our dresses inside out to avoid, you know, and if anything does happen or get on it, then hopefully it's on the inside first. Um, but of course, these are samples and we we pack them carefully. They're in a plastic bag. They're usually in a dust bag. And, and again, it's that overall experience too, is we don't want to just like 
throw some dresses in a cardboard box and, you know, it's still a wedding dress and they are really luxury garments. So um, we want to treat it as so. Yeah, actually, funny story about the inside out bit. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize it was inside out because the lining was like so soft and beautiful that until I turned it around. So we actually had someone steam it. And then when we turned it around, we were like, oh my God, this is the inside of the dress. But it was like, I, of course I didn't wear it, but I would imagine how comfortable that was because of like it looked like what you would see on the outside of a dress. I'm not kidding yes. at all. <laughs> we take great care. I said our dresses are high quality. You're getting high quality design. Like we are a designer, a designer quality that you would find, you know, for three to ten thousand dollars elsewhere. And we didn't we didn't cut corners in that area. Um, we've we've had brides when they come and try with us in Chicago. They're like, oh, wow, it's so comfortable. Like our focus is definitely on wearability. So even things that have a little bit of a firmer lace on the outside, you know, there is some really soft, you know, satin jersey material on the inside that's stretchy. And, and, and I think there is this whole idea out there that wedding dresses can't be comfortable, But a lot of my brides are like, oh my gosh, like we loved wearing the dress all day and it was comfortable. And I'm glad you got to see firsthand. It was our Adiola dress. It has beautiful beading on the back, a high neckline, all over crepe. And then she is lined with a beautiful uh, satin lining. And so brides have definitely put on that dress and they're like, wow, this is is so comfortable. Um, And it makes me really happy to hear that (laughs) because- I agree. And also, um, you know, there are a lot of people who get pigmentation in their skin, um, especially like, you know, who have sensitive skin and you get like the redness from something rubbing. And I hear that from couples all the time where they're like, I'm really concerned that the lace is going to create some red marks. So they told me to do this. If that happens, will you keep an eye? And when I saw the lining on the dress, I was like, this wouldn't happen. Yeah. Yay. Thank you for being so attentive to detail. And I love the story about with us shipping it inside out. Um, I mean, I I get it. Satin dresses are very in right now, so I can see. (laughs) But yeah, the lining is just really beautiful on that dress. So thank you. (laughs) All true. (laughs) Um, Well, Last question, do well, almost last question. There's a little half question afterward, but um, <laughs> do you have any advice that you could offer to humans who are out there looking for their wedding dresses? So anybody that's looking for their wedding dress, I I think sometimes people build it up in their head um, about the overall experience. And just remember to break it down into baby steps. Um, one of my brides or humans, I'm sorry, but you do know when I say brides, I mean, everyone who wants to identify that way. So, um, she was talking to me and she's actually in Texas. And so we were just having a a virtual bridal consultation and she had a lot of ideas, but then I said, did, have you tried on dresses? I thought she had, she had done all this research and she goes, no, I'm too scared. (laughs) And, and I think there's a lot of this anticipation that like, when you go, you have to find that dress. But I was like, no, like you're, you're shopping around just as you can for mostly everything else. Like just approach it of, 
You're going to see what works for you. There's so many different styles out there. I think really don't try for fit, try for details. Think of, and think about what you wear on a daily basis. What what do you feel good and what looks good on you in general dresses? Because that could be a great starting point to say, okay, well, I know this general shape and silhouette and, you know, wedding gowns are definitely a little bit elevated, uh, but that's a great point when you're thinking about silhouette, fabrics, accessories. I think on the stress side, like if there is those different layers of anxieties, whether and pressures in external and internal, um, take a minute to break those down as well to think, okay, where am I feeling outside pressure? What do I really want to prioritize? Uh, and what is important to me for my wedding day. And I think being able to take some time and thinking through your dress in those aspects uh, is really helpful um, and can make it such a more amazing experience. I love that. I could not agree more. I <laughs> I just I love everything that you're doing. And of course, you know, we have a mutual um, admiration for each other. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> your work is amazing. I was uh I was looking at the different events that you have in the area and um, your overall business with District Bliss. And I just was like, wow, this is this is awesome. And I'm excited to get together next time I'm in D.C. I think, as you know, Grace and Ivory was launched in D.C. Uh, and I lived in the area for a while, almost seven, eight years. And so um, it's a wonderful wedding industry down there as well. <laughs> I agree. I hope that I see you in DC soon. And we were actually neighbors when you lived in DC, I think, because I was in North DuPont and you were in Adams Morgan, right? Yes, just north. I was actually uh, north of Van Ness, the okay. red line. So, but okay. very close. I mean, right down the street, you just go down Connecticut Avenue and you're right there. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much for joining me on The Wedding Dish today. Where can people find you online? They can find us at graceandivory.com, uh, on Instagram at graceandivoryofficial, and we're also on TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn with our handles at graceandivory. So we'd love to hear from you. Um, if anyone has any feedback on our dresses or wants to learn more about our brand, uh, you can reach out to us there or also email, of course, is hello at graceandivory.com. I love it. Thank you so much for joining me today. This has just been so much fun. And while you all are finding Grace and Ivory, which I could not recommend more, um, then you can find The Wedding Dish at theweddingdishpodcast.com or find us on Instagram at theweddingdishpodcast. And um, you can grab show notes. We'll, of course, link out to Grace and Ivory all over the place on our show notes and our description and all the things. So it's super easy to get in touch. Um, and I thank you so much for joining me today, Tina. Thank you. This has been so fun. And I really have enjoyed sharing with you. Thank Yay. you. All right. <laughs> Until next week. Cheers, everybody.